Welcome to Mama Talk Talks, A Different Take, a podcast where everyday people around the globe share a different take on everyday issues. I'm your host, Abi Mambo, and I'm pleased you're joining us today. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Mama Talk Talk. I'm your host, Abi Mambo, and today we are hanging out in Singapore, which is home um, for me, and I'm happy that you have taking the time to join us today. You could be anywhere else, but you're here listening to us. And today I'm really excited to engage Jenny and Lisa on this topic. We had talked a few weeks ago about uh, foreign domestic workers and just having a better understanding of what life is like. So today, welcome Jenny and Lisa. <laughs> They're a bit shy, but they'll warm up as we go along. So here at Mama Talk Talk, we like to keep things casual and, and, and light. So I'm really pleased that on your day off, you've taken the time to come chat with us. So just first things first, wh- what country are you from? From Philippines. So you're both from the Philippines and you're both foreign domestic workers here in Singapore. And how long have you been working here? Uh, For me, it's uh, 15 years. 15 years? That's a long time. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? For me, it's eight years. Eight years. And in that time, did you work in another country before moving to Singapore? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not Lisa, you, Jenny. Where were you before Singapore? First, I went to Malaysia, then after in Hong Kong. Ah, okay. And then I come in Singapore, but... After Singapore, my boss is Canadian. She bring me in Vietnam. Oh wow! So yeah. you've been traveling quite a bit in this job. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. First of all, what what made you decide to become a domestic worker? Uh, for me, I decided to become a domestic worker before. Uh, in my family, I'm only the one thing to become a breadwinner to our family. So that's why I come to become a domestic helper. So I help my family a lot. And, and, and your family back in the Philippines, how, when you say your family, who do you mean? Is there a husband and children or you mean your parents? Uh, no, my parents and my, my sister. Your parents and your sister. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Lisa? Yeah, my purpose in coming here and Singapore is for my children. <laughs> for your children? Yeah, because I have five children. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. And, and, and how, how old are they? Are they boys or girls? Uh, I have two girls and two boys. Okay. So my eldest is 27 years old. She's now a registered pharmacist. Oh, awesome. Where, where is he? They are all in the Philippines. In the Philippines, okay. And the other four? The other four, the other one is graduate of tourism. She is now working also. And I still have three kids who so are are in school. Okay. So paying tuition <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. is, a, is an important yeah. part of your Correct. being here. Right. So let, let me start with you, Jenny. You started out, you said, in Malaysia, was it? Yeah. Was that your first country? Yeah. So help me and our listeners understand how, what was it that gave you the courage to say, I'm going to leave my family and go to a country that I've never been in to do this work? Yeah, because my both my parents didn't have a stable job, so I need to give up give up my university to help my family and to help my sister to study in university too. What were you studying at the time? Uh in university computer secretarial. 
Okay. Yeah. And what what, did you, what were you planning to do with that, with, with your degree? What did you want to become? I wanted to, to work in the office at that time, but it's because of the hard uh, family problem. So I decided to leave my family to help them to, start the, to finish their study in university. Okay. And you mentioned that leaving school for you was partly to help your sister go to yeah. school. Are you the are you the oldest child? No, I'm the second. Okay. Why why did that responsibility fall to you? Because I think my elder sister is she never think about that. So for us as a second from her, I'm the one who very responsible for my old sister okay. to help them okay. finish their university. And it, yeah. So I give up my, my dream to finish my university. So that's fine for me. And I decided that to accept that I cannot finish. <laughs> yeah. So all, all these years later, have, have they finished school? Yeah, but they all married within half children. <laughs> and are you married? No. Do you have children? No. So this was a big sacrifice for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I mean, you gave up. In a sense, your dreams. Yeah, it's hard, but it's okay for me because I accept whatever I have in my life in the future. Because I do that for for my family, for help them. So there, there's no problem for me to give up my dream. Okay. Yeah. And every little girl dreams of something. Yeah. Right? When When I was growing up, at the age of eight, I wanted to be a lawyer and I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to be a writer, right? I had all these dreams. What was your dream or what were your dreams when you were a little girl? What did you want to be when you grew up? I, I dreamed to become a successful accountant before when when I, I hope when my, my family can afford for me, but, you know, the one is... It's not going to happen because I give up everything for to help them, right? Yeah. That's very brave of you. Yeah. It's so sad, but I need to accept. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was too young when I went to, to Malaysia. I was 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. That time I was crying <laughs> because it's my first time to leave my family, right? And yeah. I was so young. Yeah. But after, after that, a long year then... And become stable. <laughs> so, so that that first day you got on the plane, you were 19 years old. You had never left your family. What was the feeling like? Just you got on the plane, and the pilot says, "We're taking off." Yeah, you're leaving the Philippines. <laughs> you don't know where you're going. You don't know these people you're going to be working yeah. for. How did you feel? What was going through your mind? I always put in my mind that uh, I do this for my family to help them. So that they, they will not become have a problem to their living, right? So yeah. I always put in my mind because of my family, and I, that time also my father is very sick and uh, he need the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always think that for my family sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and that got you through. Yeah, and and and, and Lisa, just coming to you. You have five kids, and you've been in Singapore for eight years. What did you do before moving to Singapore? Before I work in uh, as a catechist. Okay, uh, that's a religion teacher. Okay. Uh, so I worked there for eleven years, and then after that, 
I work in the computer factory with Strong for 11 years also. Okay. And so you, you, you had a career, a job, family life. At what point did you say, I, I need to go somewhere? What caused you to move here? I decided to go Singapore because my children are all, uh, the four is uh, all in college. So, so that we're older. Mm-hmm. Financially, we, are, we cannot be able to pursue them to school if I will not go somewhere to, to earn a living. Yeah. I yeah. That's why I decided to. I came here, I'm 42 years old already. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so, also, yeah. Yeah. so you're both on very different ends yeah, of the yeah. spectrum. Like, you, Jenny, you came at 19. Yeah. You came at 42. Yeah. And those are difficult in their own way because when you're young, you have this whole life you're looking forward to, but then it kind of changes course when you decide to go do something else in another country. And for you, Lisa, it's more, you have an established life husband and children in the community and you leave that all behind how did that feel like when you decided to to move it's very hard for me especially i have a small kid how old was your last um, my youngest is six years old when you left yeah wow that's why it's very hard for me to to leave the country but i need to you know what's so powerful about your story for me is my mom left Cameroon when I was six years old. Um, and I know it was hard for her, but as a child, I don't have a memory of it, of her leaving. I just know she wasn't there. And she moved to the U.S. for the same reasons that you moved, which was to give me a better life. Now, how old is your, your last born now? Uh, 13. And, and 13. Is that a boy or a girl? Okay. Does he understand why mommy left? Oh, I keep on explaining to him that I need to to go somewhere so that uh, to earn a living so that I can support their studies. But sometimes I can feel that he is very aloof. Yeah. Yeah. He's more closer to her sister yeah. than me, especially if I go home. Yeah. It's very it's very hard but I need to accept because he feels the love from her sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's very hard. And, and for you I mean it's my, my son is nine years old right now. He'll he'll be ten in a month. And I I always say I cannot imagine what it's like to leave him and go somewhere else for a long time, it must just break your heart as a mom. So when you when you go, when you got on the plane and you're thinking I'm leaving all my kids behind, obviously you're not leaving them, but you were you're not gonna be with them for a while. What gave you the courage to say, you know what, I need to do this? And what gave you where was your mind on on the flight coming in? Oh my heart is totally broken. I I, I am actually crying. My first time to go away, and then when I come back, when I go again, yeah, I still crying until three times, yeah. But I need, I need really to sacrifice, yeah. I think they will understand that uh, what I'm doing is for them, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Do you, both of you, do you ever get used to being away from home? Do you do you ever just get used to the idea that you're somewhere else or me no it's the first time (laughs) 
Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. Home is home, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, shifting gears a little bit, I'm curious. I've moved to a lot of places, and every time I move into a new country, I'm usually in my own house. But I still have this feeling where I lay up. I'm up at night and I'm thinking, where where am I? What's what's happening? <laughs> so for both of you, your first time was in Malaysia and yours was here in Singapore, Lisa. So that that first night with your employers, what was going through your mind when you lay in bed and everything was quiet and you realized, wow, I am not in the Philippines anymore. Yeah, so what? strange. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. Tell yeah, me about that the experience. first time I was crying. I think two weeks. I keep crying because I miss my parents. Oh wow! Because I was too young, right? Yeah. But luck, luckily, I recovered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I always put in my mind this hard working and far from my family is for them. Yeah. To help. Yeah. What about you? That that, that <laughs> night. Uh, totally same. I'm crying because I'm a <laughs> very sensitive person. Yeah. In, with regards to my family. Yeah. So I'm crying, but my employer is uh, my friend. That's why it's not that hard to to adjust. Oh. Yeah. So so did you know your employer before you moved to yes. Singapore? Oh. The one <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Yes. So are they Filipino too? Yeah. Okay. All right. So then that helped your transition yeah. since you, you knew where you were going. Did you know who your employer was when you were moving to Malaysia? No. Not okay. at all. It's a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so tell me, you, you land and they, they, they take you, I'm assuming the agency does, they take you to, to, the, to the home to meet the, the new family. Uh, my employer come to the agency and uh-huh. they take me back to their place. So when they introduce you to, to the family, first impressions? Yeah, of course, so strange. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know each other, right? Especially yeah. when you work, when when they get you, they don't know you. Of uh-huh. course, you need to let them, that they trust you because you are, you first come in their place, they know that you're a stranger from them, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so in your mind, just when you first met them, what did you think? Because when I meet people, I try to decide, you know, how I, you know, I feel, do I feel comfortable with them? Are they giving me a positive vibe, not a positive vibe? When you met the family for the first time, because you didn't know them, what was the, your, your first sense of yeah. who they were? What, what did you think? What, did you think they were kind? Did you think... Yeah, Nothing. I always think the positive that they're very kind to me. Mm-hmm. But luckily, yeah. So they were very yeah. kind. Yeah. <laughs> I always think positive so that <laughs> everything will be okay. Right? Wonderful. So in the time that, so, so in your 15 years, is yeah. it? What are some of the best moments you've had with the families you've worked for? What are some of your favorite things? Actually, I mostly work for the foreigner family. You mostly work for foreign families? Okay, expats? Yeah, mostly expats. Where were they from? What are the different countries that they were Uh, from? Danish, Canadian, and this one is the British. Okay, so Danish, Canadian. They're very kind to me. Everything is uh, amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And and you traveled. So, So if I recall correctly, you said Malaysia, Vietnam... Hong yeah. Kong, now Singapore, and somewhere was it Cambodia? Yeah. 
Uh, no, because my, my boss bring me to Vietnam, so even it's not my holiday, she let me go for three or four days for holiday by myself. So I travel some places in, in uh, Vietnam and also in Cambodia. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. And what about you? Were there, I mean, you, you knew them beforehand, but were there any surprises when you when you moved here? Of course, because after the, I did, I did uh, if you will live with the person, yes. even though you, you know them already, there's a lot of other experience that you will experience from them. Yeah. Um, but uh, actually in life, uh, there are also, uh, not all are positive. So not because they are good. You can see something deeper. You will know them deeper if you will live with them. Yes. Yeah. So you said not all of them are good. What are some of the things that were not so good? Um, uh, sometimes the attitude, especially uh, because I'm taking care of kids, right? Yes. So the the relationship with the kids after that is different already. How how uh, would you say? Sometimes the parents uh, get jealous already. Because uh, the kids are more closer to the helper than the parents. That's why sometimes you cannot uh, you can, you cannot blame also the the parents that they are sometimes the, the attitude is not nice because they can feel that their children don't want them already. Yeah, and why do you think that is? You you said sometimes the children are closer to the helper or the nanny than to the parents. Is that because the parents work a lot? Is that because you just spend more time with the children, so naturally they get to know you better? Yeah. Uh, actually, and maybe because we are, uh, every day we are <laughs> being together, we go to school, and my kids sleep with me also. Uh, okay. That's why. Yeah, so, so there's a closeness that gets yeah. formed. Hmm? For you, Jenny, do you, do you take care of children? Are they children? Yeah. Okay. But this time they're bigger with it to go up. This, okay. This, they're taller than me. Okay. <laughs> but have you had that same experience that Lisa is describing, which is, you yeah. know, the parents can get a bit. Yeah, but lucky my boss didn't have that kind of attitude that the children's close to me and they get jealous because maybe they are a foreigner and her employer is the, is the same like us, a Filipina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I never experienced like that, that my, empl- my employer didn't care that they're jealous because the children is very, very close to me. I see that both of you talk about foreigner and non-foreigner. So let's just be clear. Who who do you consider to not be a foreigner? Is it someone who's Filipino or Singaporean? Or when you say not foreigner, what yeah. who are you referring to? Uh, I mean, because it's the, the foreigner is the, you know, the white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually, usually expats yeah, coming expat. from, from yeah, Europe expat. or North America. And then you would consider someone from the Philippines or Singaporean, more of a local employer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The attitude is like a local also. Okay. What is, w- w- describe that for me. When you say the attitude is like a local, what does that mean? Are, th- are there clear differences between local employers and foreign employers? Uh, because it's not actually, it's not all the expat. It's very kind. That the also, it's not kind, but... I think it's a uh, it's depend the employer how they handle their helper and 
you know, sometimes we got the employer that, you know, their attitude is really like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why how they treat the helper, like, you know, sometimes they are not very good to treat you. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the things that, you know, help um, employers might do that you consider not not good? Is it just... You know, you talked about being jealous about the closeness between the children and and the, and the helper. But what other kinds of things make you? What kind of things will make you think? You know, this employer is not jealous. Being, yeah, uh-huh. because I think you know they never think that uh, because you are the helper. They always put in their mind that she's my helper only. That the same employer is uh, they treat the helper is like. Uh, fair people also like them. They mm. not treat like a slave or something like that. Mm. So sometimes the 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 employer is treating the helper like a slave. You know, so I know so many here in Singapore that that's why the helper is feels so bad because the thing is the helper is dirty. They never treat like a human being is, is and uh, very fair people like them. Mm-hmm. So there's a problem sometimes in the employer and the helper here in Singapore. And Lisa, what, what's your view on that? About me, the jealousy is because the Filipina has the close family ties, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And my employer is a Filipino. Yes. So, for us Filipinos, uh, the bonding, uh, the the unity of the family is very strong. Mm-hmm. That's why if your kids are a bit uh, going away from you, they they can feel the. Uh, <laughs> Hurt a yeah. little bit, yeah. yeah. And in a sense, maybe you can relate, right? Because you talked about your your son being closer to his sister than to you. So in a sense, you can perhaps relate to how some employers might be feeling. Yeah, yeah. That's why I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, one of the things. So I I read a lot about domestic workers here and other parts of of Asia. And one of the things that people talk about and employers are actually trained on is that when your domestic worker first arrives, they are homesick and it takes a while to build community. So when you're feeling homesick, what do you do? Who's your community? Who do you reach out to? Who do you connect with? I think if like that you feel homesick, I think if you are a friend or something else, if you don't have friends because you're a first time in Singapore, you so, don't So I mean, I mean you. Yeah. What, what do you do when you're feeling homesick? So uh, I just make yourself busy mm-hmm. and don't think so much about uh, family back to the Philippines mm-hmm. because otherwise you keep thinking every day you you more feel homesick because you always think about them. Just yeah. focus your, your time to your work. And so that it's easy for you to recover from the homesick. Mm-hmm. What about you? For me, I joined the choir. Ah, okay, church. at church. Uh, and I love singing and playing guitar. That's why you play the guitar. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And do, do you just play for fun, or were you in some kind of band or musical group? Just so, for fun. Yeah. Okay. And you still play it here? Yeah. Sometimes. So at home only. At home? But not, not outside. So you have a guitar? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I've been learning how to play the drums. <laughs> um, so sometimes you may walk by and hear. Yeah. I'm not very good, but I think it's fun to learn a musical instrument. Um, so we've talked about how, you know, employers behave for better or for worse. 
Do you know how your employers view you? If I were to ask either of you, what do your employers think of you? What would you say? For me, I think uh, mostly all my employer, uh, they always have a trust on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because before they take me, I they, they talk to my previous employer, so they understand that they can trust me. So wherever they go, they they always think that uh, I never do anything wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and they always uh they show me that the they and they, they feel me like their family also. It's not like a just a, a helper only. So how how do they do that? When you say they treat you like family, what are yeah. the things that they do that make you feel like family? Because we uh, in the house, we always have a, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. If uh, they are not busy, and also the children keep talking to me, you know, you, know, you have a conversation with each other. I think it's the better way to get closer to them. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you do what your job also to the public, to the house. Yeah. And Lisa, what about you? For me, um, they are very good because they treated me as family member, mm-hmm. as their mother actually, because I'm older than, than oh, them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before, because uh, they are my co-worker in the factory, a computer factory. Oh. They are engineers. Okay. And I am in the production area. Got That's it. why they called me mommy already. Until now, they're calling me mommy. That is such an interesting <laughs> dynamic, yeah. and it's awesome. So now I'm curious. So they were engineers in the company. You were in the production yeah. line. How did your paths cross yeah, to the be- point where they brought you to Singapore? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, before, when we are in the Philippines, uh, if we have a uh, NG machine, uh, yeah, I will call the the husband is a repair engineer, and okay. the wife is a uh, quality. Quality engineer and and I'm also a quality controller. Okay, time. that's what we have. Oh wow, yeah. wow! But the but the they actually they applied their mother for long pass, mm-hmm. but it's not approved. Okay, that's why they asked me, "Mommy, you want to go to Singapore?" Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> because I'm still working in yeah. restaurant and then. But that time, Wistra is uh, mostly they are planning to close it already in transfer to China. Mm-hmm. That's why I think I need to go. Yeah. And then when the husband asked me, Mommy, you want to go to Singapore? Okay, okay. After three weeks, I'm here already in Singapore. Yeah. Wow, that was yeah. quick. That was quick. Because they apply for tourists and they just... Uh, uh, applied here for the foreign worker. Okay, while well, you were here. Yeah. Okay. And you mentioned you're, you're married, is that right? Yeah. So, you're here most of the year. How, 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 does, how, do, how do you keep your marriage going when you're here and you, your, your husband is in the Philippines? Before, um, I am the one who go abroad first and then after that because my husband is a retired personnel also yeah. a Philippine Navy. So he also go abroad. He go Riyadh first. He where, where did he go? Riyadh. Oh, so he so now so you're in two, <laughs> two different countries. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So how how often do you do you get to see him? Uh once and two years only. But the the timing is not <laughs> that okay because sometimes yeah. uh, 
And also that time in Riyadh is different, so the communication is not that. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. they're what four yeah, hours yeah. behind. Five yeah, hours. That's five hours yeah. behind. Yeah. Yeah. But now he's in the Philippines already, so the communication is <laughs> better more often. <laughs> Same time yeah. zone. So so who's who's raising the kids? Actually when we are both in abroad, only my kids. Okay. Because um, the older ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So what do you do you intend to work in Singapore? Until you retire, or what are your plans? Oh, actually, I'm planning to uh, just uh, pray for my debts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that, uh, because my kids already uh, graduated the three the three kids, so I I only have two. Yes. Left. So after that, I'm planning to earn and then go home already. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jenny? Yeah, I'm planning, but we don't know yet. <laughs> Tully, I know. I, yeah, yeah. Tully is, uh I'm ready because I have some saving money also. Okay. And I'm stable. Yes. Yeah, but still float. <laughs> we cannot decide. So, so this dream of being an accountant, is it, is it going to come true? Are you going to try to pursue that when yeah. you go home? Still can. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. Yes. Anytime I, I go home, I can start my new business because that's my plan and dream. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my boss will gonna stay in here for years more than they're gonna for good. Okay. Going back, but we don't know what's gonna happen soon <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if um if there was something that you want employers to know about domestic hiring a domestic worker or actually a lot of a lot of people who move to this part of the world have never had a domestic worker so if there was one thing that you would tell a new employer what would it be what would you want them to know about having having a domestic worker what's the one piece of advice you would give them for me if, uh, if they will get a domestic helper like what jenny said they must put trust Put mm. trust, and then at the same time, they must treat their uh, helper as their family, mm-hmm. so that the the ambience, yes, yeah, much better. Yes, yeah. if, if you treat your helper as if you eat this food, and then the helper just uh, eat the leftover. Lef- leftover. <laughs> so I think the the helper cannot work that much because uh, as a helper we need to do everything right yeah so mm-hmm. if you want to eat like this you must give also your helper like yeah that. yeah so treating them as part of the family yeah. making yeah. sure that th- there's no need to differentiate you eat this food yeah. they eat this food you might get hungry then stab your helper <laughs> yeah okay so 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 employers out there please don't stab your helpers <laughs> This yeah, this this shouldn't right. even be something that yeah. we're talking about, but obviously you're talking about it because it happens. Yeah, it's happened. It's really in real story. Mm-hmm. Lucky I have a good employer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. Whatever I want. Yeah. So 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 trust them. Treat yeah. them like family. Yeah. What else? And then uh, you don't do, you you don't 
uh, push them too much the, the work that uh, they really cannot do because they know what their job before they, they come to your family to work. Ah, so mismatched expectations. Yes. I've heard some, um, there have been reports of some domestic workers thinking they were coming to take care of two children and now it's like six people. And sometimes they work okay. in the other house without pay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that happen a lot? Yes. There are also helpers that when their employer is uh, going overseas, uh-huh. so they're the one painting the house. Painting? Yeah, yeah yes. painting and do some things. <laughs> that, oh. uh, <laughs> like our neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Maybe Daisy should paint this wall. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. So, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. And how, how, how do you support each other? I mean, I know that just because you're from the Philippines, it doesn't mean that you're all friends or you all okay. know each other. But is there a support system that you have here in Singapore to, to help new domestic workers who are coming in and are either new to Singapore or just have never been a domestic worker and don't know what to do? Is there a community that, that helps them settle in? Yeah, I think we have the community to help the newcomer domestic helper. Mm-hmm. We have the that agency that uh, all the got the problem, they will come there and ask for help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we've talked about what you like employers to know. What would you like domestic workers to know? What would you what advice would you give them when they're coming into this line of work or coming to Singapore? What what would you tell them? Oh, I can tell them if any problem in her work in the employer, they need to sit and talk to each other so that you know the problem will not get worse. Mm-hmm. They need to explain each other that what's going on. Sitting and talking to each other is better, I think, than you shouting. You know, you're treating your helper like a slave. Mm-hmm. I think it's not a good, a good idea for for them because they just come and sometimes they feel homesick from the family, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. each of you will got even adjust each other also for mm-hmm. the first timer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any thoughts from you? What would you tell mm-hmm. a new domestic worker? For the new domestic helper, I think they must have the <laughs> they must have the heart to their work. Mm-hmm. Because if you just go here just to earn money you will not love also the thing that you're doing. Yeah. It's useless. Because yeah. they, I, I will just do this because I need money. Mm-hmm. You must learn to love your work as well. Mm-hmm. So that uh, everyday routine that you will have, it's not, not tiring. Yeah. yeah. So it's a mindset thing. It's about changing your mindset and making sure you're actually enjoying the work. Because yeah. if you're going to be doing it all yeah. the time and you don't like it, it can be really difficult place to be. Now, I've also read stories about some domestic helpers that are not good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So what are are some of the things that you think happen and even you go, ooh, that that domestic helper is not behaving very well? Because sometimes, you know, not all the domestic worker is good because sometimes when the boss is not around, you know, they're running around and not doing their job. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do things that is uh, is, is uh, against their, their job already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? Like, you know, when the boss is like 
go for holiday and they're not working. They're going around, see the friends, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing outside. Then sometimes you got the problem, you know, the accident happens sometimes. Um, you know, mm. They lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. sometimes the, the employer find out, right? So he being in trouble because you you don't know that you think that your boss is not around then they don't know what's going on but, but they do yeah yourself <laughs> but you don't know that something happened and somebody will tell your boss so that's the worst thing <laughs> yeah anything that you've heard Lisa or seen that you, you, don't, you don't like and you think the helper are being so materialistic mm. because of having those things they are attempt to get something so the trust is uh, oh, I, yeah, do you mean stealing? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And do you feel like when a domestic helper behaves badly, do you feel like it's a reflection on all of you and it yeah. makes things a bit more yes, difficult? Yeah. Be- yes, because especially it's all the Singaporean they talk each other, then everybody will spread. Ah. Yeah. And then you find that maybe your employer is yeah, being a little employer. tighter. But okay. luckily, my, my boss talked to me, you don't worry. Even my friend talked about that. This Filipino is very bad workers, you know. I don't apply to you because you are not that person. Mm-hmm. So I'm very lucky that my boss told me that. Yeah. But some employer, they treat their... If you do this, if you're a Filipino and you do bad things, some... Wash out already. All the Filipinos have the, the same attitude mm. for them. Mm. Then they don't hire again. Yeah, from, correct. Okay. That's hard. If yeah. You shouldn't be punished for something that you didn't do. Yeah. They apply to everyone that, that everyone is innocent. Just only one mistake of the workers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm mindful of the time and I'm so grateful that you both stopped by. So... Christmas is almost around. Yeah. <laughs> what are your plans for Christmas? Oh, actually, my they just come back last on uh, Monday. They just come back from Scotland. They asked me to bring in Christmas, Christmas, but they want to bring the two dog, and they say it's very expensive the ticket. Yeah. So they cannot. I cannot come without the dog because they don't want to put in the hotel room, and they, they decided. I decided. So please don't bring me. I come only in summer. Did they say yeah? <laughs> Yeah, but we 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 have a planning already because I have an auntie here working in the hospital with a married Singaporean. Yeah. So we we can have a party in the house. So I invite Miss Daisy because my boss allowed me to bring all my friends there. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just stay home <laughs> <laughs> with the employer. <laughs> well. Yeah. Wonderful. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? As a domestic workers, uh, you need to do your uh, good job. Be be honest to the employer and love your work, and make sure that your employer don't you don't break your employer trust. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Lisa. Uh, for me, don't block yourself as a domestic helper. So <laughs> everybody is equal. <laughs> So even though you are a domestic helper, yeah. so yeah, you must be proud. Yeah, you must be proud of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like any other job, right? Yeah. You, you you're gainfully employed. You're making money. You're taking care of yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I, I like that. Yeah. I think I think that makes a lot of sense in taking. You sound very much like it's important for people to take pride in the work that they Correct. do. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think it's 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 very important work. 
Yeah, because be other people are downing themselves. Oh, I'm just only a domestic helper. Yeah, they always think like that. You are a domestic helper, but they don't know that the domestic helper have planned to to her future also went back home. But it sounds like you're you're saying two different things. You're talking yeah. about the employer, but Lisa, you're saying yeah, as yeah. a domestic worker, yeah. domestic workers should be proud of the work that they're doing. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Okay. Well, really, again, thank you. I know you have Sundays as your day off and you took the time to spend with me. I really appreciate that. You've educated me on some things that I didn't know. And I hope that you have all our listeners as well. Yeah. And Um, I learned learned a lot also. Good. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much as well. So I will say my thanks to Jenny and Lisa. And to our listeners, thank you again for joining us for another edition of Mama Talk Talk. We are happy you spend this 42 minutes with us and please enjoy the rest of your day until we meet again i'm ab mambo bye-bye i hope you enjoyed today's show please share your thoughts in the comment section or by emailing ab at mamatalktalk.com continue the conversation in your homes and communities and when you join us next week invite a friend or many for more diverse perspectives on everyday issues from everyday people around the globe Subscribe to our podcast at mamatalktalk.com forward slash a different take and join our online community by following us on Twitter and Instagram. Until we meet again, I'm your host, A.B. Mambo. Sigashina. Stay well.